Warning. This podcast will challenge your thinking. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. In this podcast, we help you solve your business problems by providing real examples and practical approaches to make today better than yesterday. Introducing your host, the multi-sector, self-professed, most improved improvement person and qualified business problem solver, Lee Horton. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problem Solved today. I want to build on something that we spoke about just a couple of weeks ago. Um, I shared with you the two most important metrics that I believe um, can underpin successful change and successful leadership. And that was metric number one, increasing the number of thoughts in our people. And metric number two, reducing the time from thought to conversation to action. I have had the opportunity over the last few weeks to work with some amazing teams and in um, in at least two of these teams, I've been asked for di- I've been asked directly for feedback on how I would um, assess the current team's performance based on the meetings that I'd um, attended. And I said that um, that both of the teams that where this happened that they had a conversation bias rather than an action bias. And when I think about metric number two, which is reducing the time from thought to conversation to action, I think there's three biases. And you can, you can um, different teams, dependent upon the subject matter, might find themselves in any one of these three different buckets. So bucket number one is a silence bias. We have a bias for silence when we don't have a thought or an idea to share, or we don't feel comfortable um, to share what it is we're thinking. Um, that is a silence bias. Uh, number two is a conversation bias. We are happy to share our thoughts and ideas. We're happy to talk about um, everything and we talk about it and talk about it and talk about it, a conversation bias. And then there's an action bias where we would rather do stuff rather than think and talk about it or do stuff rather than think or talk about it. And I think dependent upon the situation that people find themselves in, dependent upon the team that they find themselves in, they may have a silence bias, um, a conversation bias, or an action bias. And each of the individuals on the teams might have one of those three things as well. And I think what we have to try to find is a, a balance for this. We have to try to find a way to navigate through this on an individual and a team level. So let's just explore the three biases that I'm saying, or the three states Um, state number one or bias number one, a silence bias. If you want to move away from this, then you've got to create more thoughts in your people. You've got to get them thinking differently. You've got to inspire them, motivate them, and get them to challenge the, uh, the heads of our people. But you've also got to create an environment where they feel safe and comfortable to share some ideas and thoughts. An organisation I'm working with currently have got a suggestion box. And I, I'm not a big fan of suggestion boxes because I believe that is um, removing the responsibility of a leader to create a safe enough environment to talk about all of the things that go into a suggestion box. Um, but in this instance, a suggestion box is working relatively well because people feel comfortable to share some things that they may not say externally they may not say outwardly 
um, in the environment because one, they might not have an opportunity to or a forum to be able to share these things or two, they might not feel comfortable and safe to do so. So to overcome a silent bias or a state, a silent state, it's about creating the right thoughts and ideas in people's minds and creating a safe space for people to be able to do that. And there's all sorts of different ways to um, to do that as well. If you think about uh, Patrick Lencioni's five dysfunctions of a team, um, you need to build trust first. So trust is a, the foundation layer. When you've got a level of trust, people then um, can have um, can can raise things and share things because they are don't necessarily have a, as great a fear of conflict or challenge based on what they are going to say. So state number one is a silence there, a bias for silence. And this can be on a, a team or it can be on an individual level. So what can you do to create more thoughts and create a safe environment? Oh, oh, and also, I guess, a forum or mechanism for people to share ideas and thoughts and stuff. So that's silent bias. Uh, stage number two is a conversation bias. So when you've got people thinking in a particular way and you've got people happy and safe to share some stuff, then it's about then creating that environment and, and encouraging the conversation to flow, encouraging that everybody can have an active part and an active role in the conversation and, and, and having this, 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 this really um, mature, insightful, challenging sometimes conflicting conversation that is a so a conversation bias is where you as a team are really happy to talk about the things that it is that you want to want you overcome want to challenge or want to progress any further so um, and that all comes from from how um, you've you've navigated from the silent bias so silent ballot bias conversation bias and then latterly it's a and an action bias. So a bias for action is people or teams who just want to go away and do some stuff and not necessarily think about the consequences or think about it first or want to talk to people. I often say as well, we need to empower our people. We need to create a place where our people can do things and, and try things themselves. And this is, I guess, the challenge of finding a balance between all three and dependence upon the situation that you're trying to create and the problem that you're trying to overcome, um, you want to try to find a healthy, healthy balance between the conversation and the action bias so that you don't just, as a team, talk about all of the stuff. It comes back to that saying that's there, is that you've got to think and do different to, um, to achieve different results. You want people to think differently. And people think differently by you asking better questions, creating more thoughts, but then creating conversation for people to build upon those thoughts with, with peers and other people. But then it is about taking action, taking action to put in place some of the some of the thoughts and some of the conversation to help you move towards where you want to try to get to. So when I talk about these two metrics, creating more thoughts and reducing the time from thought to action, it's finding a balance. How do you know when you've had enough conversation? How do you know when you need to try something and experiment to see whether it works? And it depends on, on the situation and the thing that you're trying to do. But I would encourage you to just think about these three states and, and look at your individuals 
and assess each of the meetings that you're in. Are you having, um, a, have you got a bias for silence based on the particular situation or challenge? And what is it that's creating that bias for silence? Is it that people are not having enough thoughts, people are not being asked enough questions, or is it because the environment is not safe enough to speak out or there is no forum to be able to speak out and share some of those thoughts and ideas? Do you have a bias for conversation? Are you happy to talk about things? So is it, is, is it just, is it just a, um, a chatting shop? Is it just uh, conversation after conversation after conversation? And understanding and learning when you move from that conversation point to action is key. Or do you have some people or some teams that just have a, a bias for action and just do stuff when it may be more thinking or more conversation might have helped the situation or the action or might have created a greater um, solution for whatever it is that you're challenging. So what I want you to really consider is these three states, the three, the three biases, silent bias, conversation bias, action bias. And how do you find balance between all three to make sure that you are engaging people so that they are not necessarily silent, but they're having the right thoughts to effectively contribute in a way that allows you to develop a great conversation, a collaborative environment, and ultimately the actions to overcome the challenge that's in front of you. So I stand by the two measures of creating more thoughts and reducing the time from thought to conversation to action. But what you've got to do is dependent upon the situation is understand what is the balance that you want? How do you reduce that time from, from, um, from thoughts to conversation to action? And how do you get everybody to be able to contribute when required and necessary? And also, if you had to assess your team, your latest team or people in your team, which one of the three phases are they in? And do you have the right balance across the collective? That's what I want you to just think about because if, if those are the two measures of the two measures that I believe are not measured, um, but are a true measure of, of successful improvement, uh, creating the number, creating more thought and, and reducing the time from thought to conversation to action. What is your current state? Where are you now? Do you have a silent bias? Do you have a conversation bias? Or do you have an action bias? And if your improvement is stopping in one of those three places, or is skipping any of those three steps, is it right to do so? Is it right that you miss out conversation or miss out thinking or miss out any action? Do you just want a conversation? But if you want to, if you want to achieve different results, you've got to think and do something different. So assess your current situation. Understand the current state of your individuals and your teams and some of the meetings. Don't have a meeting and whether the main outcome or the main action that comes out of it is to agree another meeting what actions can you put in place to 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 really feed off the the conversations and the ideas that people have had to then make a difference we are measured on the difference that we make and it's only by doing different stuff that we will achieve different results it's the how we actually go about what it is that we're doing that will be determined whether we achieve what we want to achieve or not. So yeah, do you have a silent bias, a conversation bias, or an action bias? 
Um, does it depend on the individual situation? Does it depend on the individual person? And what can you do to ensure that your improvement flows through all three of those things? And do you have the right balance to address whatever it is that you're trying to address now? Have yourself an amazing, amazing week and we will chat again next. Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the business problem solver, or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, saying you know how to do it is not doing it.